That's a solid band. Let's get real. Nine Inch Nails. Hey, <laughs> time time has proven, uh, you know, them to be a a, a solid uh, rock and roll uh, outfit. I think the lesson to learn from that and industrial music as a whole is you're going to go two ways. You're going to go the I'm going to get ripped and stop doing heroin things like Trent Reznor. We're going to just like lean into all the drugs like Al Jurgensen, and there's no in between. Yeah, it's it's hard to find a a, a path here. I guess. I guess yeah. the, the the clean living, um, you know, not turning into a, uh, you know, I don't even know what uh, what's his face Al Jurgensen is doing. What's his deal? Just fucking Google image search Al Jurgensen 2020, and it just looks like drugs. Mm, that's a bummer. I don't want to do that. There's enough bad shit. I got to look at uh, a man happy. that looks like drugs. <laughs> He's happy about it. He's always smiling you don't, and stuff. You don't know that. I don't know shit. He's becoming a life coach. He's working on his certification. The first Chicago Blackhawks game I went to as an adult was because I won a, a MySpace giveaway because Al Jurgensen and Ministry wrote a song, a theme song for the Blackhawks. No like way. 2008. So, <laughs> this is a photo of me and Al from 2008 at a black. This is right before the not, right before Rocky Wurtz's dad died, one of the worst owners in sports. So it's this weird time where they like couldn't sell any tickets, and then the next year they started selling out every game. Anyways, that's a fun, uh, fun experience I had. This is that's crazy. I had no idea. Is this yeah. affiliated with the Blackhawks then? Yeah, they played it for a few games. Um, it's industrial as fuck. It just, he like main tracks a bunch of Blackhawks legends. It's weird, dude. I had okay. I need to make like some kind of updated list of of uh, you know like real bands doing sports songs. Yeah, and it's an original song. It's sort of like the Creed. It, it, didn't the uh, Creed song for the Marlins? Isn't that an original song? Yeah, the Marlins will soar. It's an. I mean, yeah. that technically is a Scott Stapp solo okay. adaptation of a Creed song that already existed. Okay, so this is more. Well, I don't know because Ministry is Al at this point, so it's credited to Ministry, and Al sings it, and. <laughs> It's before they started having the Fratelli's Chelsea dagger after every goal, so which really makes wasn't... way more sense as a sports song. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's like so a it... that's like a sports song. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So and so this is before that. So it was just here come the Hawks, like the classic '60s fun, like jingle sort of thing, and then this weird Al Jurgensen song that I don't know if they ever played it outside the stadium. Like on TV, because this is before like they were on regular cable TV. So the, it was like it. It seems like I don't know. It, I, I've not I've not listened to it yet. I'm gonna have to. We'll have to talk after I'm I'm updated with this. But I can't imagine anyone liked it. It was I like I liked it for the novelty of it all. Sure, but your average fan is not like into industrial like. Hard rock music, or whatever the whole ministry. I don't really know, does. man. Have you been to a lot of hockey games? No, I've, I've I've seen the Kings, and that's about it, really. Like I was watching the Blackhawks two nights ago, and I heard Local H on my TV, and I can't remember the last time I watched a Hawks game, and I haven't heard Local H. 
Yeah, but that's, I mean, like, if if you got a local band that's, like, into the team or the team, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know who's there, if there's somebody that the Blackhawks connected to Local H or something. But like, No, that, I just that think that whoever sense. runs the sound, like, grew up on Q101 and never stopped listening to, like, Bush and Local H. Because you're going to hear yeah. Bush in every fucking game, too. But, like, on, on Sunday Night Football, they always play Fish. That's like that's a like, fan. Who, that's a fan. Whoever playing. works at Sunday Night Football loves fish. They play them all the time. It's really weird. Oh, I hate fish. I mean, I don't hate fish. I just don't like any of their music. Hey, well that that's that's fine. <laughs> you don't have to. You don't have to like something uh, just because it exists. It can suck. But almost everyone I know that like super loves fish is a good person. See, that's the thing is that they make um, music for. Uh, 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 I was going to say children, but, um, yeah, <laughs> yes, innocent souls. <laughs> How about that? Yeah. Yeah, let's go with that. Uh, yeah, I, and I, I think that's, that's uh, of the nature of the band. I don't, I went through a, a, a fish era when I was an early teen, mid teen, and I think, um, I couldn't listen to them at all anymore without being, uh, in a bad mood about it. Yeah. Yeah, it took a. Oh, well, maybe I could. To... Maybe I could do it in a good mood. Maybe I could get like, I could get so high that I mentally revert to being that, and I could really enjoy yeah. myself. But I'm jealous. To be determined. I wish I could be there. I want to be that guy. I can't. Here's the thing: is I can't imagine someone getting into fish new at the age of forty and having never having Why? no history with them. Hear hear me out. But if I have a horrible horrible experience. And then, uh, and like, like I lose a child or something, right? Or I want to kill myself. And then I just get fucking so high every day and then just start doing LSD whenever I can. I could see myself getting into fish then. I mean, listen, if, if that's the, that, I, I would call that an exception to the rule is, is what that yeah, would qualify yeah, yeah. as. <laughs> yeah. I think, if I think it's that's a, a pretty rare circumstance. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's a suicide or, like, revenge-killing situation or getting into fish, I can see the fish thing happening. I don't think it's there. What would be, like, what what, what character in, like, a in like a movie listens to fish, do you think? Like, I'm trying to think of, like, like uh, if a John character's, Wick. like, John, yeah, like, exactly. Like, that's exactly where I was going, was, like, a character that's, like, tough, cool, calm, and then you get to their, you know, you see their playlist on Spotify, and it's, uh, you know, first tube, uh, or whatever. <laughs> I'm trying to think of more stupid titled fish songs. Uh, yeah, but you, you get it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. John Wick, listening to fish. Okay. It'd be kind of great if they actually do that scene in John Wick Clive, and it's just dog stuff. I that would be pretty tight. Like if if he. I mean, I don't know. How much can you recognize reality in the John Wick world? That's a does does Dogstar exist in, in at the Continental? Uh, I don't know. I think that's your next piece. Uh, it's a it's a great uh, pitch that I think a lot of people will understand <laughs> and like. <laughs> I've seen zero seconds of that spinoff show. Have you? There's here's the thing. Why does it exist? It's stupid. That's a dumb idea. It's a bad idea. That's anything. <laughs> but like, why does Dogstar exist? 
such a fucking bottom of the barrel like IP, eh, you know, like. But it's like the point of John Wick is the fighting. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, what about uh, like a hotel? Eat shit. <laughs> Go to People hell. I don't care about the lore. <laughs> like there's a there's. Did you watch the show uh, The Boys at all? Yeah, I know of the show The Boys. I've not watched it. But it, it's it's a you know um, deconstruction of superhero uh, media mm-hmm. basically, uh, and then they did a spin-off show that's like it, it, the, like the original at least in its first kind of incarnation felt like a Verhoeven-y kind of like look at our fascist society kind of thing, mm-hmm. and then now they're like uh, there's a new one a spin-off show where it's just like. What about, like, uh, all the superheroes in that world that aren't, like, so negative? <laughs> and it's just a superhero <laughs> show? And it's just like, fuck this. What you How do you miss the boat so hard? <laughs> anyway, I haven't yeah. seen it. So I, what, what the hell do I know? <laughs> but. Did you see the Amazon? I'm sorry, the, uh, the Boys spinoff or just the John Wick one you haven't seen? I've never. I'm not seeing the boys spinoff or the John Wick spinoff. Well, I don't, I'm not, I'm not interested. Off. You have no idea. What if it's great? If it's great, fucking, uh, you know, send me an email and tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> you love I guess we'll, 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 we'll handle this through email. <laughs> if I'm Jeez wrong, yeah, fancy, huh? Yeah. Mr. Rockefeller over here, electronic mail. Ugh, Rockefeller. Weirdos. They're all weird. Yep, it's all a bunch of weirdos out there. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, what, is there a good here? How about this? Is there a, a good uh, spinoff movie slash TV show that actually is like, oh, okay, that's valuable. There's a reason for it to exist, and I liked it. Better Call Saul. Yes. Okay. Nailed it. That's Daria. Good that's good. Daria. Um, yeah, I guess that counts too. Yes. Yes. Colbert Report. Mm, yeah. Okay. That's not like narrative, though. I don't know. That's not like the. It is narrative. Quite the same. I mean, it is more than the Daily Show, I guess. What should have been spun off but didn't get spun off? Steven versus Steven. Yeah, that would have been that would have been a very fun uh, half-hour program of just screaming. And I think a lot of people are are not committed to an idea that TV can just be comedic screaming for 30 straight minutes, but it could be. It bums me out when people don't like things because it's just people screaming, because that's all I like. <laughs> There's, uh, did you see, did you watch Detroiters? Yeah. The episode, there's a, an episode with Connor O'Malley as a guest on it, Dude, and it's just 100% screaming. I've written maybe 800 words at this point, but there's no reason to hit publish. Of what's funnier? That specific episode of Detroiters where he has the slipknot mask and he says, I shower with it, or the episode, <laughs> the episode in Joe Para where he says him and his wife has, sex life hasn't been the same since Brexit. <laughs> I, I need to watch Joe Para's show because I've, I've not seen a ton of that. Uh, I, I have not seen that episode. That sounds great. <laughs> it's, it's when they're getting divorced. It's amazing. And I get, I can't quantify why that's why both of those things are so perfect and they're the same thing but they're not like that's the kind of shit like it's 
it's too good to write about. I just did this with Nirvana in utero, but like that's serious. So it's not as obviously it's funny where like, I can never make that record, but I can make any other great piece of art ever. Like, I feel like I can't, it doesn't matter that I won't. This is the feel, right? It's irrelevant that I did or did not. Yeah. I'm sorry, say that again? It's irrelevant if you did or did not, but it's some things you feel like you could do. And I understand that. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I I love Twin Peaks. It's probably my favorite piece of art in the last, like, 30 years. I could make Twin Peaks, whatever, you know? I can never make in utero. I can never do what Connor O'Malley does, but and I can't tell you why about either. So you could make Twin Peaks, the entire series, plus film. Yeah. Easy. But you could not uh, You could not do a uh, – like, what? what is it specifically about what uh, Connor does that is, is not – That's the problem. Can't, I can't tell you. It's a nebulous X factor thing. Exactly. Actually, that's the best fucking way to describe it. Um, do you know who Neil? I can't even pronounce his name correctly. Neil Sisagara or whatever. He does mouth sounds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same type of thing. I can't do that. I, I want to be able to do that. I can't do it. I don't know why I can't do it either. Do you mean the the, the mental connections to find the music that matches other music, no, or do you mean the not really. practical like thing? Nah, I could do the technical thing. I could do the mental connections. Like I can't make it as good as him. I can't ever be the same type of funny as Connor. I can't ever make the same type of emotional music like Nirvana. But I could definitely do anything else. <laughs> like I can make the fucking White Album. I can. Make I feel like the list keeps like growing of, of shit you you uh, you are not able to do though. We can't. You can't do mashup. Mashup I can pop do mash-up. songs. I actually so did. You, yeah. Bef- I did this like on tapes when I was a kid. Like in like recordings off of CDs. Like I wouldn't. Mashups are fine. I'm. I could do girl talk, but I can't do that. I can't do Neil or Connor or Nirvana. Maybe those are the there only is three. there is like a uh, like a special spirit to certain works mm-hmm. uh, that you're just like yeah. well that's it's 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 gone as soon as it was created kind of thing. You can't hold it. You don't even fully understand why it is you yeah. know flipping the switches inside your soul. It's uh, I, I mean I think the uh, the mashup stuff that Neil I, I can't say his name Cicerega whatever sure. I uh, but I think those are the ones where I'm, where I'm like that's the one that I feel like I could do if I was uh like if I like lived in a box and was smarter <laughs> if I Maybe. if I if I like didn't have communication other than music and no one bothered me. I could just Maybe. be like, oh, I, I've so learned everything Alice about all this. In, if you were Alison Shane's man in the boxing, this you could do that. <laughs> and that, you know, and that, that, certainly not to uh, to say what he's doing is is uh, easy and doable. I think it's it, it's a work of genius, whatever he's putting together. I I think it's just like you can see the pieces that go into that one. You know what I mean? Like that one okay. feels like I I've, I see the the blocks you're using to construct your Maybe work. that maybe that was a bad example then because like the more you talk about it, the more I think like yeah I could probably get there I don't maybe that's the thing is like I don't care as much <laughs> sure yeah that's he, also part of it <laughs> but what Connor does and what and the utero is like I care too much yes okay and it, to me it's the pinnacle of that art yeah there's just something there's something special there and 
yeah, if if uh, if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. That's that you know, there's only one album in utero and only one person that is doing uh, whatever Conor O'Malley is doing. But I don't think that those things make sense, like in terms of long-term health for the performer or for the industry. I mean, in what way? What do you mean by that? Well, clearly Nirvana, the whole reason behind the record is not great. And the outcome of that record is clearly not great. And then the Connor thing is he's going to hurt his throat. He yells a lot. He's going to hurt his dang he, throat. That's not a good <laughs> way to live. And also, I like, like 18 people like it. <laughs> yeah. He's going to have a sore throat or have a crippling heroin addiction that ends in suicide. It's one or the other. Either way, it's I, think, I mean, like, I think Connor's more popular than 18 people. I think it's one of those things where it's like, I think, the state of TV is so rough right now that it's no, like he's not. nobody takes Trust chances me. on that shit. No, I fucking love Conor O'Malley. He's he's playing the Color Club in Chicago, which maybe seats 200 people. Hey, that's more than 18. Yeah, but those are like 18 diehards and a bunch of people that got dragged along. I mean, listen, if you get if you can do 200 people in every uh, city in America, you're in you're in great shape. Are you? Could you pay rent like that? Honestly, I'm not sure. But <laughs> depends what tickets cost. And uh, does the does the venue take a merch cut? But other than that, I think yeah. we can. You know, you gotta you gotta have uh, apparently five thousand side hustles or, or you'll die. Um, yeah. Which so yeah, that's that's the rank here. Uh, what a cool uh, what a cool state of things. What a cool country. <laughs> <laughs> I think about that Slipknot aside most every day now. It's pretty great. You could Listen. clearly tell how much like Tim Robinson is breaking during that scene as well. Like they couldn't <laughs> get one clean cut because I'm assuming that was all improvised. And it's just funny. I, I love it. Why is that? Why is that when, so like, funny? <laughs> it's. I think seeing. Something like that is a real like um you know you watch the show because uh well it's it's funny and you like the actors in it and you it, and it's a it's a show that's like absurdist but also has connection to uh Tim and Sam in it where you're like oh mm-hmm. they're sweet with while also catering to my sensibility in comedy and then yeah. when you see like it's like your favorite band's favorite band kind of thing where you're like. Yeah, oh, and then the, then he busts them up, it. and it's like it's so good, it's so good. Oh, fuck, you're right. You're absolutely. That is why it's so good. Fuck, fuck. Yeah, it's um, it's yeah. No, that's that's just fun to watch. I think um, this isn't this isn't quite the same thing. But we were talking. You're saying like you can kind of tell he's breaking a little bit just by being in the room. But mm-hmm. I think and my favorite like. I can't believe the, this is happening. Is the um, the the thing in uh, Nathan for you when he goes to the gas station? Have you seen this one? To, um, Keep going. He's so he's at a, the 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 concept of the episode is that they have a free uh, gas rebate, but you have to go to the top of a mountain to claim it. And so a bunch of people go to the top of a mountain, and then they all really bond with each other. And then he goes back to the gas station attendant and tells the story. And um, and then the gas station attendant proceeds to uh, talk about how sometimes when he's scared, uh, he'll drink his grandson's pee. Uh, and it's just this 
just curveball that no one could see coming. And he's like, Nathan's like, you, you do what? You drink your grandson's pee? Like, he can't believe what is being delivered to him on a silver platter. And this guy's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and he grabs a photo. He's like, here he is. He's my grandson. He's about six years old. And, uh, you know, if I'm scared or something, I'll drink his pee. It's, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think it might be the only time I've seen on, you know, film Nathan Fielder crack. Uh, he's just floored by this. And also, it's the funniest thing I've ever seen, an old man talking about drinking his grandson's pee uh, awesome. and about how you have to do it while they're young or the peas taste bad when they get older. <laughs> uh, and he just keeps I talking do, and I talking do. about pee. <laughs> Yeah, I remember this now. Anyway, that's that's I, I uh, the whole that scene alone is justification for that show to exist. You know, that's oh they've, god, yeah. They've delivered something to me that I would never have received otherwise, and it's it's beautiful. Yeah. So two things. Number one, thank you for bringing that up. I completely forgot about it. Number two, my fucking autism brain thought of. I hope that's not offensive to people with autism. I'm sorry. My brain is do you have it? like. Oh, <laughs> I think I do. Um, your uh, Nathan Fielder, you want to see him laugh? Watch the credits for Norm McDonald's sports show. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was I, a writer I forgot on about that. that. Yeah, and most every episode ends with like them trying to do some like stupid, not prank, but like weird physical thing, and usually he's laughing in that. That's uh, that's good to know because he's so uh, dialed in, you know, as a yeah. as. As his character, it's it's such a uh, it's such a, a hard line on on keeping this facade up, and it's great to see that. Listen, I know you're not supposed to crack, but man, it's it, people like it. I even like it. I but I you know th- this is this is why you and I we're connoisseurs of of comedy. I'm not going to be uh, you know doing backflips over Jimmy Fallon breaking. I need to see. Yeah. The hardest lined uh, committed performer break, and then I'll feel oh, yeah. some form of satisfaction. You know? Did you? Um, can we do one more Detroiters real quick? Yeah, let's. Yeah, this is this is fun to just talk about TV, really. <laughs> my my good like friend Chris, <laughs> my good friend Chris has now brought this into like his everyday vernacular, and I'm like, fuck, that's perfect. Uh, the you you talking about beer when they're at the doctor's <laughs> office? And we talking beers, and he's like, "How many drinks do you have a week?" He's like, four. He's like, "That's okay, two a day." He's like, "How, how many beers?" And then the blah, blah blah. Now I'm just talking over it. Now, oh, it's bad. Talking about beers. So talking about beers. The, isn't that where they're like, uh, they're like, "How many hot dogs do you have?" <laughs> uh, like on a on a day to day basis, or like. <laughs> Ooh, that show is. Listen, if there was if there was any justice in the world, that that would have been bigger than Cheers. That's uh, that's the funniest show that was on TV. Um, the Kevin in, in Nash the last... episode might be start to finish perfect. Uh, which one? I, I, it's been the ages since that's I've even seen. Tim's dad. That's Tim's dad. He's a professional wrestler, Diesel or Kevin Nash. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. And it ends with literally the fat boy getting him back. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a oh, man or the like listen i could go on all day but the, the there's an episode with um rick mulhorn doing community theater <laughs> yes god damn that show is so good i can't i i i'll, I'll forever be upset with right, it, I I can't. one more what's the episode <laughs> built around the one day where all where three of the teams are playing 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What is uh, uh, April and the D? Is that it? Yeah, that's it. I'm fucking good. Listen, if if someone's still listening to us, just describe plots of Detroit. <laughs> you're either insane or you've died with the headphones on. Uh, in either case, rest in peace. Uh, that's the kind of shit I want to like make my kids like. If that's possible, but that's not fair. No, it maybe is. It, it's maybe, fine. I don't. Yeah, force them to like it. Some, but it's not even like outsider stuff. It's like this fringy, like mainstream adjacent stuff that I think is funnier than everything else. That's going to ensure that they never have a successful life when it comes to the arts. Yeah, and I, you know, it depends if, if, if your kids end up getting into, uh, you know, the arts and, and entertainment and everything as a job. But, uh, I, when I was a kid, my dad, like, played Letterman, old Letterman stuff. Oh, um, really? You know, Monty Python, stuff like that. And, um, that potentially ruined my life. Yeah. In the, in the, in, the, in a good way. I mean, like, listen, I wouldn't change a thing, but hey, uh, now I'm now I'm stuck here. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. That's really great. No, it's 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 nice. I like I like that. Uh, you know, yeah. You, I mean, listen. There's a difference between forcing your kids to uh, like buckle them into the couch and make them watch Detroiters versus yeah, you know, sending them a link every once in a while when they're like a teenager or something. I mean, like, hey, check this out. <laughs> I don't know. There's uh, but it's yeah no it's I, it's worthwhile because it's like nobody else is fucking talking about it so you know you should. Uh, I showed my wife the Turnstile episode uh, of Tim Robinson's show and she's like, yeah okay like it's not for her she does not <laughs> like people screaming and uh, it makes me very sad. Well, it's um it, it's an acquired taste I suppose. Um, it's uh you know not not everything is for everybody and there's a reason it's not as popular as uh as cheers they don't just have episodes of cheers where people scream for 30 straight minutes <laughs> but they should have they did yeah exactly. do you think that maybe the people would have looked better i think uh they should have they should have had one at least one episode where norm freaks the fuck out and just and holds everybody hostage in the bar that's all. Brandish a weapon, et cetera. You know, that's all. Do you know anybody that still smokes cigarettes and smokes inside? Uh, no, I don't think so. Do I don't I. know a ton of people that are still that are still smoking. To be honest, I think a lot of people have given it up. Yeah, I'm just trying to think if there's anybody that because those guys are roughly our age in Cheers, but they look a hundred. And so they've been smoking indoors. Exactly. There's got to be one person that's like aging life that are in cheers. I mean, there's yeah, there's there's definitely people that are still aging like it's uh, like it's the 1980s. Yeah, that's out there. Listen, not everybody. Yeah, but where? Uh, yeah, like fucking. Uh, I don't know cities and towns across the United States of America. <laughs> I'm not sure specifically where. I don't know. <laughs> I want a fucking GPS. I'm just listen. Not everybody's got the uh, you know 
the the memo about how much water to drink or whatever. I don't know. You're supposed to drink a little bit, right? Is that the deal? Yeah, or not. Fuck it. Or none. And you just have or have diet Dr Pepper. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think it's the water. I think it's the 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 ton of cigarettes. Sure. I mean, tons of cigarettes and uh, and and tons of uh, booze is not good for the complexion. I know that much. What if you're French? I don't know. I think it's just like a um, oh, you know, like a when you see a magic trick, what's the like? It's like a, oh, you you put out a, a match with your fingers or something, and I don't know. But listen, the point is, is like it's because the French don't mind. That's that's the they don't <laughs> mind the pain of looking like that, and that's that's the magic of the French. And, looking uh, great. They can, yeah, they they can. I think they've they've. It kind of evolved their own version of what uh, being good looking is. It's yeah, a, it's a very French good. look. Yeah, it's awesome. You know, we should we should go to France. Okay. You and I let's let's do this. Okay. Cool. Um, I'll uh, I'll call my guy and I'll get us set up. The Southwest go there. Uh. Oof. Probably not. <laughs> I feel like I feel like they don't. Uh, they haven't expanded uh, international at this point. I, that's where all my points are. So I don't know if I'm gonna. Never mind. You know what? Oh, it's we, off. We haven't talked about this. Uh, you're a big Chiefs guy, and America is now a big Chiefs team. How does that feel? Uh, it seems it seems okay, right? Yeah. Is that is that I mean it seems fine. I think the um the 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 Taylor Swift spotlight is um uh that seems okay. It hasn't had any adverse effects, you know. All right. Yet. I mean it could be it could something bad <laughs> could happen. I don't know. But so far so good. I'll take it. Seems uh right. seems okay. It feel, felt How are right you feeling for, right now. Oh, it's confident. Out of, specifically. out of my mind confident. Oh, that's awesome, man. Um, I'm going to the Bears on Sunday. Bears Chargers. Oh, nice. Yeah. Does it, 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 it was like ninety percent Bears fans? Hard to say. I think I think, I think uh, Chargers fans have really uh, checked out. I would imagine it's it's at bare minimum fifty percent. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we'll see how it goes. I'll, it I'll, I'll report back. Don't know. I I would I would imagine no because it's. The Chargers fans have checked out, and the Bears fans uh, are, well, it's a sad group. Delusional? But we're also yeah. delusional. We're like, oh, now we have the new Brock Purdy. Mm, yes, of course. Tyler Bajant. Then, then also, the new Brock Purdy doesn't have the same uh, shine it had two weeks ago. That's why we have the new Brock Purdy. Yeah, well, it was. I guess it's the, the passing of the torch. It makes sense then. Yeah. Um, but yeah, weird. I'll go. It's, I'll root for you guys. It's weird because I'm now embracing the game in a way I never have before. Why? Why is that? Well, because I played like a lot of people when I was a little kid, and then quit because of music. And even when I was playing, it was like incredibly homophobic and not really yeah. racist, but racist more in terms of like they would like I was the quarterback. You know what I mean? It was an understanding. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it was like someone with this pigment's going to be the quarterback. That kind of racism. So it wasn't good, 
And then the next 10 to 20 years was just followed by like, hey, CTE's bad, but we're still going to like be okay with all these hits. And it seems mm-hmm. like that's really, really changed, the CTE of it all, very much so. And I mean, clearly, the, the, yeah. There's the spending guys for headhunting and all that shit. There are more guys like Randall Cunningham and Warren Moon playing a certain position, so that's great. And I think because of COVID, I'm more just like, fuck it. I'm all in. <laughs> I'm all into the death sports because there's nothing else. Um, yeah, you know, it's, it's a, would you call it a, uh, a, you have a bloodthirst now? No, not at all. Cause I, I like it more because it's not just headhunting like it was two decades ago. So it's not that. Okay. So it's, it's the, the softening of the sport is bringing in, um, sensitive fellas, bringing in a, yeah, a more and, sensitive and do, audience. Yeah. And I think it's weird that we don't even, I haven't heard one conversation national media, friends, whatever, about what's still in the end zone for every single stadium. Where when those things went into the stadiums, it was sort of a big deal. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yes. All that Pollyanna PR that was supposed to gloss over stuff is still there, and I think that it's actually a good thing. Because well, yeah, even the ones that are just like, shut the fuck up, like the end races and stuff, it's like, yeah, obviously. That's still there. So now when NFL film says their package in 2043 about this season, they'll be like, why was that in the end zone? At least now you have to acknowledge that that exists. And I didn't realize this was a problem for most people, but it is, obviously. And that's a, and by the NFL doing this in a weird way, it's a good thing. Does that make sense? No, yeah. No, I, I agree. And I think it, it is, uh, like anything, it's a, a – um project like that that is about kind of uh, altering the culture and about like changing people's minds a little bit it just is a game of relentless uh marketing and yeah. i think that's what a, a lot of large scale companies don't understand or they don't choose to do at least is is like you're never going to get those people to say fuck football forever i'm out and if you yeah. just keep saying things like it's okay to have Pride Night at the, uh, you know, Bears game or whatever, and you do it every year, it becomes tradition. Then five years later, it's like, what are you going to do? Take it away, you psycho? Yeah. Are you out of your mind? You know, so just relentlessly push those things, and no one's going to leave because of it. And if they do, great. That's awesome. <laughs> it's win-win. Uh, it's, you, lo- you will lose a couple fringe weirdos, and then everyone else yeah. will just be like, yeah, that's normal. But that's what I mean. Like, that's huge. And yeah. the, they they weren't fucking around with any culture war stuff 20 years ago. Not one thing. No. That's great. It was I'm actively avoided. Yeah. Serious. No, it's it's nice. It's it's a nice. It's nice to see some hope of of uh, progress. <laughs> Even it's if it's not real progress. Even if it's just marketing, it's still nice. It's also weird because the NHL for a long time was the most progressive when it came to all this stuff. Because one of the executive sons happened to be gay and happened to be closeted and killed himself. And it made this big push for the NHL in the mid-aughts to be like, no, fuck that. We have to be accepting of this and not be a bunch of bigots. And the NHL was great about it for a very long time. The war in Russia changes a lot of that. Because all of a sudden, Russian players and some European players aren't cool with pride nights and alternate jerseys and the rainbow tape. You know what I'm talking about? 
Yeah, I, I've um, not been like on top of the story, but I've heard, had it filtered in from Twitter, I guess. At the start of the year, they're like, no more rainbow tape. And as of like two days ago, they're like, fuck it, we're bringing it back. And that's good. Yeah. And that's another thing where like 20 years ago, this doesn't happen. It sucks that there's a war, obviously. But it's also important that like, yeah, don't fucking back down of the very few core beliefs you're supposed to have. Which is uh, yeah, it's, fucking cool. It's not um, it, like it. I don't know. Like I don't know what the what the pushback is going to be if you if you keep doing uh, like celebrating pride or whatever. Like okay, you, what do you get? Like a couple dipshits on Twitter. Like what actually happens? Not really anything. Well, for the hockey thing, it was the alternative. The families that are families that are still in Russia. Wait, what 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 happened? Like the families of people like Alex Ovechkin who are like still in Russia. So they were I'm wearing. Yeah, exactly. Like they're the, that's like the main reason all the pride stuff went away at the start of the war. Yeah, but they're in Russia. But that's my point. What are they going to do? Kill them. I'm just saying. Fuck it. If, if everyone's doing it and we're pushing this forward, that's good. Yeah. No, I'm I'm with you. That's. I think it's, uh, I, I, I wish, um, yeah, larger corporations and whatever understood or cared or chose to, uh, relentlessly hammer, uh, progressive agendas. <laughs> I think that well, should clearly. be. They, they could and then it would make things better in general and, uh, in, you know, yeah, whatever. I mean, like, it's, it's, it's sad that that's the scraps that we need to accept, but like, uh, I guess it's better than nothing. <laughs> well, I mean, what happened yesterday in the House? The new speaker is a bigot who is anti-gay. Like, this is not news in any way whatsoever. So it's kind of cool that in NFL, the most important league in the North American hemisphere, they're like, no, no, it's cool. It's okay to be gay. Like, the NFL is more progressive than the speaker of the House. That's fucked up. Yeah, I mean, what does that what does that say about um, how anything uh, works? I guess <laughs> is it where our government is a uh, a fringe cult? Well, like, yeah, kind of. Yeah. I mean, because the money the money says the NFL the NFL doesn't do jack shit unless the money is there. So the money says yeah, uh, there's far more money backing uh, support of uh, progressive causes. And then they're like, uh, well, we don't agree with the majority of people, and uh, we're also in charge of things. Someone in charge of things. I don't have to be in charge of things to do anything, but to just screw everything up. Listen, this, again, I've, I've said it, uh, I said it maybe 20, 30 minutes ago, but this country's a dump. <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> 